You got that rocker, MJ in the house, otherwise known as Marty Janetti. You know how we do rocking and roll, starting and strolling, and we're doing it right here on the Rundown Wrestling Network. Keep on rocking. Yeah. Hello one, hello all, welcome in, take a seat. You're just in time for another spot of NXT. My name is Adam, I'm your host, and this is the show where I watch NXT UK, because nobody else will. Last week on the show, Subculture failed to take the tag titles off pretty deadly, Laura DiMatteo continued to show why she needs more time at the UK Performance Center, and we talked about three different matches without saying when any of them would actually take place. Also, they announced that Volter versus Ily Dragunov would actually take place at TakeOver 36 on August 22nd instead of last week on NXT UK because Volter injured his hand. I'm very skeptical. This is the Thursday, July 29th, 2021 episode of NXT UK. Let's dive right in. Straight into the opening video this week, then Andy Shepard welcomes us to the BT Sports studio. Andy says he cannot wait to take a trip up Mustache Mountain later tonight. And if that's not a euphemism for sitting on a man's face, I don't know what is. Enter Jordan Devlin, Tristan Archer, who gave Joseph Connors a run for his money last week, is already in the ring. If he gives Jordan Devlin trouble, that will be disappointing. I am prepared for disappointment. The bell rings and they circle. We lock up and Jordan takes the head off the ropes and Devlin drops Tristan with a shoulder block for a one. Devlin takes the wrist and drops Archer to the canvas. Back up, Tristan reverses, but Devlin takes it right back. Another reversal, and it's reversed right back once again. Once more, Devlin breaks free and hits a picture-perfect dropkick for a two-count. Big chop in the corner, Archer fights back, Archer eats a boot, Irish whip into a big back elbow from Devlin. Devlin takes the leg and drops an elbow across the throat. A backbreaker by Devlin from a back suplex position. That seems like a guaranteed separated shoulder, but whatever. Into the corner, Devlin goes up and over and hits a European uppercut, then another in the middle of the ring. Rear chin lock from Devlin, then a neck crank, Archer trying to work the knees to break free. Back to vertical, and we trade strikes in the middle of the ring. Big elbow by Archer, then a clothesline and a body slam off the ropes, but Devlin gets the knees up on the senton. Devlin gets back dropped to the apron, then code breakered for two. Devlin with a big headbutt, then the Devlin side, and that's the end of that. Replays, then Devlin has a microphone. He wants to tell us a funny, true story. Johnny Saint called him into his office. Already not a true story. He says Saint told him he had sanctioned the Iron Man match between Devlin and a kid. Devlin promises again to end kid's career. Kid crutches out and Devlin calls him Tiny Tim, which is actually pretty funny. Kids on those crutches that have the clips are on the forearms, not the regular underarm crutches. Not sure why. Shockingly, Devlin taunts Kid while kicking the crutches out from under him, but suddenly Kid is able to stand under his own weight. He beats the hell out of Devlin, finally clotheslining him out of the ring. Kid takes the mic and says he's fully recovered, and next week Devlin will have an entire 30 minutes to fail at injuring him again. But he didn't fail at injuring him in the first... Never mind. We then go to a vignette promo on Ginny and Afa Valkyrie, and then one for Valter and Ilya Dragunov. Neither really presents us with any new information. When we come back from break, we're in the women's locker room. Mako Satamora enters and cuts a promo on all of them. This leads to them bickering like hens. We close up on Mako, who smiles and leaves the room. Well, that didn't feel slightly misogynistic at all. Later tonight, Stevie Turner versus Aaliyah James, but right now it's Afa Valkyrie versus Ginny. 
Ginny enters with Joseph Connors, of course. The bell rings and we lock up. Afa with the arm bar and she cranks on the wrist. She tries to dislocate Ginny's elbow. Ginny breaks free and hits a snap mare, but Afa immediately goes back to the wrist. Finally, there's separation. Ginny charges, gets sunset flipped for two, then an interesting tangle, gets another two. Ginny avoids a spinning kick by falling on her ass, then Joseph Connors hits the apron to cause a distraction. This allows Ginny to get a headlock takeover, which she grinds in on the mat. Ginny hits a shoulder block. We go back and forth. Afa trips Ginny, then Connors prevents the springboard by shaking the middle rope. Ginny stomps the hell out of Afa in the corner, then a mare, and she tries to dislocate Afa's shoulder. Afa finally breaks free and drives her head right into Ginny's gut. Big hip toss by Afa. That gets a two count. A couple of leverage pins. Ginny breaks one by grabbing Afa's hair, so the referee counts the hair pull instead of the cover, despite Ginny's shoulders still being down. Afa charges and gets a boot to the face. Overhand flail to Ginny's face, but Ginny gets a knee in. She slaps Afa across the face, which fires Afa up. Afa with a series of strikes, big clotheslines, then a boot. Ginny drops free from a Samoan drop position and drives a forearm to Afa's lower back. A back round kick by Afa gets a two count. Enziguri to the arm drops Ginny. Afa goes to the top, Connors to the apron again. Afa leaps over the charging Ginny, hits the overhead kick, and once again, Connors jumps up on the apron. He gets elbowed in the face. Ginny hits the ripcord rolling kick, and that's your three. Okay, the match itself was decent, but they relied way too much on Joseph Connors for that victory. He was up and down on the apron four times during that match at least, twice in the last minute of the match. You'd think after the second or third time, the referee maybe would have tossed him, but then how would they possibly have had Ginny go over? We then hear from Joe Coffey about the rubber match with Rampage Brown. When we come back, the disembodied voice is running to talk to a kid about the Iron Man match next week. Kid says he's feeling very confident. He promises to win the first Iron Man match in NXT UK, and then he leaves. I am surprised no one attacked him from behind the door. Enter Aaliyah James and Stevie Turner. I am actively doubting that this match will be as good as the previous one. Andy Shepard references Cyberpunk 2077 during Turner's entrance, and Nigel calls him on it. Nice. The bell rings, and we just look at each other. Lock up, and Turner takes the wrist. I feel like I've said that a lot tonight. James reverses it with a cartwheel. Turner breaks it, takes James over with a mare, but James immediately takes the wrist back. Another mare from Turner, and James takes it right back once more. Into the ropes for the break. Turner takes the head, as Andy Shepard promises us Blair Davenport in action next week. James escapes the headlock. Matrix is into a victory roll for two and hits a dropkick. James takes the wrist, but Turner takes her down by her hair. Into the corner for some elbows from Turner. Then she loosely drags James' face across the middle rope. James avoids the face wash and gets a roll-up for one. A boot from Turner gets a two. This is what some may call bowling shoe ugly. James fighting for separation, but not getting it. She gets a jawbreaker and hits the ropes for a series of clotheslines, then a dropkick. Springboard cross body by James gets a two count. James takes the leg, but gets kicked off. James charges, but gets sent into the buckles. Elbow drop from Turner, then that rope-assisted flatliner, and Turner pins James for three. That was garbage. Replays, then Turner asks the referee to raise her hand, but tears it away as soon as he tries to. <laughs> and Shepard sends us to a video from Stars and Mastiff. The disembodied voice asks about their upcoming tag match. Jack shows off his speed until Mastiff shoulder blocks him. So this is just Dane and Drake all over again? Yay? When we come back, we get a full screen rules graphic for what an Iron Man match is. Who? Who is watching this that needs that? Main event time, Symbiosis versus Mustache Mountain. Tyler places his cup on its special little table, and Andy Shepard is very excited. They do the roll and Symbiosis attack. Off the ropes, Mountain duck the clotheslines, and Bait whips out his nunchucks, and Trent has nucks. Chucks and nucks, friends. Why? 
Anyway, the weapons are removed and the match begins. Trent starts with Bone and immediately gets his shit kicked in. Trent fights out of the corner and gets a big slap to the chest. Off the ropes and Trent eats a shoulder block. Big cross body from Trent and a body slam off the ropes with a leg drop and that's a one on Bone. Bait tags in. Trent tries to dump Bone to the mat but falls over so he has to jump up and get back in position for that somersault knees from Bait. Bait with some offense and he tags back out. Seven and Bone lock up and they push to the ropes. Bone with the break. Dennis grabs the ankle to draw Trent's attention and Bone squishes him. Primate in and the beatings continue. Bone back in. Trent begins to fight back. He fights off both men in Symbiosis's corner but cannot get to his own corner. Bone is able to take him down and tag Primate back in. A double team maneuver gets a two count. Trent is still getting his shit kicked in as Bone comes back in and they double team him for as long as they can. This gets another two count. Bone with a backbreaker for another two count. Rear chin lock from Bone, and I really don't care about this match at all. Trent fights to his feet and hits a couple chops. He drops Bone with a super kick to what looked like the thigh, and we tease three different tags that aren't tags at once. As Primate takes the ref, Bone keeps hold of the ankle, and Eddie Dennis wanders over to pull Tyler Bate off the apron. They go with the third option, but Bate bops and bangs Dennis, and moments later, Seven is able to get the tag, and Bate comes in and cleans house. Bait with the bop and bang on Primate, then the airplane spin. Bone looks like an absolute moron wandering into the ring to get kicked by his spinning partner. Then Bait tosses Primate to Bone, who barely catches him, and then drop kicks them both over. Tyler Driver on Primate, but the pin is broken up by Bone, and then Bone tags in. He catches a flying bait for a suplex, possibly a T-bone, then a running power slam from Bone, and he tags Primate and takes out seven on the apron. Primate with the murder-suicide, and that's a two-count. Primate screams at the referee, then goes for Tyler, who fights him off. We go for something against the ropes that looks like a teased elimination in a Royal Rumble, more than anything that would take place in a tag match. This is so Dennis can Severn bridge Tyler off the apron onto the barricade. Ow. Back in the ring for a combo powerbomb splash from Symbiosis, but Trent breaks up the pin. Bait with a double wacky line, the referee doing nothing to try and get the illegal member of Symbiosis out of the ring. Trent tags in as Bait runs for a tope on Dennis and Bone outside. In the ring, Seven hits Primate with a seven-star lariat, and Primate kicks out at two. Trent immediately tags out. They hit Primate with the knee into a Birminghammer combo, and Bait th- pins Primate for three. So, fuck you, Trent. I guess you can't beat fucking Primate on your own with your own finisher. Outside, Dennis is puzzled, Bone is angry, and we go to replays. We get celebrations, and then here come Pretty Deadly. They applaud Mustache Mountain, the two teams jaw at each other, and that's how we go off the air. I know what I don't want. I don't want Mustache Mountain to be tag champs again. This I know for damn sure. This was not a great episode. None of the matches felt like they had any reasoning behind them, except for the main event, which I didn't give a shit about because it's fucking symbiosis, and who gives a shit about symbiosis? Yeah, they've been running this rivalry between Ginny and Aifa, but they've yet to actually give us a decent reason for why. Aifa just showed up after the subculture match, and Ginny's like, feathers aren't fashion, or some shit, I don't know. The other two women are greener than goose shit, and I like Jordan Devlin, but he doesn't need a local competitor filler match to set up the promo with A-Kid. He can just come out and cut the promo, and then A-Kid can interrupt. Next week, we've got the Iron Man match, but we also apparently get Jack Stars and Dave Mastiff in a tag team match. You win some, you lose some, I guess. Until then, however, I thank you for joining me. Stay safe, stay sane, take care of yourselves, and be good to one another. I will talk to you again soon, but for now, tea time's over, bitches. Get back to work. You have been listening to a Rundown Wrestling Network production. Please visit rundownwrestling.com 
for all of our shows, as well as our other special events. Keep it locked there, or subscribe to the Rundown Wrestling Network on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Premium, or anywhere you get your podcast from. Leave us a voice message that we will play on an episode by going to anchor.fm slash rundownwrestling slash message. Join our Patreon at patreon.com slash rundownwrestling. You can show us how much you love us by buying us a cup of coffee for just one buck at ko-fi.com slash rundownwrestling. Go to reddit.com slash r slash rundownwrestling. Follow us on Twitter at Rundown Network. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash rundownwrestling. Email the show your dick pics and twat shots via rundownwrestling at gmail.com. Or go to Instagram or YouTube and look for Rundown Wrestling. Follow us on Twitch by going to twitch.tv slash rundownwrestling. And you can also follow our host Adam on twitch.tv slash the saleser effect. This has been a Rundown Wrestling Network production.